Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast where the best name now in professional wrestling will always be Drew McInfart. It's lost to the mid card. It's not the P-nominal one? Not not the, the you mean the Wee-nominal one, not the P-nominal one? The P-nominal. Uh, P as in like the size of a P. Oh, I, I thought you meant P as in piss. <laughs> no, it was Wee-nominal one. My bad, bro. Been a long day. Because he's short, you know. Been a bad. It's been a long day. Been a long week for me. I was sicker than a dog for a couple weeks, but I'm here. Uh, we're gonna talk talk and shop a mania too. <laughs> that happened, and it was it, great. It, it most certainly happened. Oh my god! Fucking worth every penny that I spent on it, and uh, it was it was tremendous. And we are we're already got three to look forward to. We'll we'll get to that in a sec. Uh BTE this week. Of course, Survivor Series, which was a pretty good pay-per-view, albeit predictable. I mean, if we were doing predictions, I think I would have clean sweeped the predictions, but it was still a very good show. Talk about that, the 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 raw afterwards as well as last week's NXT and um in AEW as we uh We'll set the table for you for the uh, the uh, the new episodes on the uh, Wednesday Night Wars, which will be uh, coming at you here today as you listen to the podcast. But first, thank you to SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for Lost of the Midcard, hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time a new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday. And you can also find us on the YouTube and the links to everything on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lost in the mid card. And uh, also on the Twitter at LITMC podcast, where we will also uh, share a lot of the great tweets from the wrestling world as well. I'm your host, Jeremy Bennett. You can find me on the Twitter at JB Huskers. As always, my co-host, he is on the Twitter at uh, Raw F Showtime. It is Mr. Matt Black. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing, man. It is a crazy wrestling week. We had a Survivor Series was uh, solid. Raw was there. Uh, Impact was good tonight. I'm expecting big things from uh, from Dynamite tomorrow. And then it's then it's uh, then it's Turkey Day, brother. Yeah, man. Got one day, one more day of work, and then a and then a five day weekend. So that no um you know it's so annoying man nxt used to be good with their their preview for the next week but yeah they last thing they posted under nxt was results from last week yeah well wwe is just cruising along doing their uh doing their uh doing their shit like they do. So talking shop of mania two, that happened. happened. It happened. 
we, we got old uh, Clint Bobsky introducing the thing for us. Was Bob, was that was he from Southpaw Bobsky? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a Southpaw character. I thought so. Uh old Bobsky cussing it up. Uh, I don't know why. I, I, maybe I missed it, but uh, any reason why we got the the hologram of LG instead uh, of LG he, in person? He wasn't home when they filmed the majority of the matches. Oh, so they did. <laughs> they did that instead. I thought they it basically was... filmed. No, they basically filmed a portion of the event from Gallows' home when Gallows wasn't there. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Uh, they, they do go into sight of uh, Gallows' home, though, and uh, find him in bed. with. Uh, well, before that, they had a old, old uh, <laughs> burn and love getting it on under the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Terrible. These people they come up with. And, and then they find Gallows in bed with uh, his hot wife and a, and a mannequin. And... Uh, uh, a, a big ass glass of, I would assume, bourbon, and a shotgun. A lot of, lot of combinations there. I would, I would. Uh, lots of dangerous combinations. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, man. What? We we knew it was coming. <laughs> we knew it was coming, but. Retropoopshin. We we knew it was coming, didn't we? We we, we just knew it was going to come, right? Oh, I would like to, I would like to think that that segment would kill off the real retribution because uh, WWE would be so embarrassed by it. But apparently, it's still trekking on for some ungodly reason. Uh, as Gallows took a lot of shots to the dick. He was taking a lot of shots to the dick before Retropoopshin showed up anyway, so, you know. They love their shots to the dick. What can I say? Rory Fox, we're going to get, we're going to get, are we going to get the redemption of Rory Fox at Talking Shopamania 3 in the $1,000 tuxedo match? Well, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about the figures of how the second one sold. Um, so if the second one didn't do as well as the first and they spent more money on it, I don't know if we will get a third one. Well, it made so, it seem like there was a third one coming. So. Well, it's a, it was the third one was based upon if this one did well. Yeah. So I haven't heard anything in, in terms of how this one, how, how this one sold. Um, but if it didn't do as well as the first one, I don't think we're going to get a third. Um, and they're saying if they do a third one, they want it. They want to do it in front of a live crowd. Yeah. So. Who so knows? now, so now, Rory Fox is, uh, uh, I guess, embracing the malfunctions in wrestling in a thong. I don't think your dog liked talking shop. Nah, it's the foster dog. Yeah, it's really loud. <laughs> it, is, it is not. A, it is not in approval of talking shop of Mania Two. Uh, Brian Myers, the uh, the most professional man, 
the, the most professional wrestler out there and uh, <laughs> introduces rim jobs. We got rim job and then, and Roy Fox in a thong. And uh, wow. If you have eyesight, this was not the match for you. That's true. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the, the gimmick of, uh, of Rory taking off running. They did a pretty good job of superimposed an LG in there though. With the old, uh, the old, uh, hologram gimmick. Uh, then we got, uh, what was that? What was that big dude's name? Uh, is it freight train yeah freight train i loved it when he fucking edited it himself and then realized he didn't he could cuss and then he cussed (laughs) i don't know why but that part that part cracked me up uh and helms of course on the uh the case of of a murder there was a murder and uh and then what was uh apparently uh uh, i guess a raw underground ripoff what did yeah. they call that? Like roll under, sh- roll roll under shed, or something along those lines. Like it was roll under shed. Petty Long in in sweatpants came out for that. Uh, holla holla holla, players! As as well as the uh, the uh, the Russians, I forget what they're called, and uh, a, a lot of the a lot of the jobbers in the talking shop universe, right? <laughs> And and then Rhino, goring everybody. And then uh, Tommy Dreamer, just incredible, and Rhino have a softcore match. <laughs> uh, oh boy! The best part of the show was the simulcast re-evolution. I don't know. I I liked the I liked the simulcast in L.A. I think that was my favorite my favorite thing on the show. Fucking, um, but but circumcision was uh was was pretty great too. So fucking Knox Tista nature Nate Nate woo woo fucking Jindrak is boy tri- Paul Lee Jindrak is Triple H. And the actual brother of Randy Orton, Nathan Orton, uh, who apparently finally had an orgasm. <laughs> that theme song was great. I thought Nathan Orton was hilarious, man. It was, it was good shit, pal. Uh, I told uh, I told Carl and LG, I go, you get a third one going, you need to have... Uh, uh, Nathan back and and have uh, leg ass e get get yourself Cody and and Ted and we'll have a little leg ass e but how great was Jindrax Triple H? <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, and so uh, we got Nate taking on uh, some dude, and uh, I guess uh, and Nate lost, so I guess that was the end of uh, of re evolution. Um, it just wasn't meant to be, was it, Matt? 
Yeah, what can you do? Uh, the the death match was entertaining, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It was. Uh, it was. It was probably my favorite thing on the show. The the death match. I think so. I I, I think so. I all the, the you know the main event was that you know over the top craziness that all oh, the the end was, like behind me the, there, the, yeah. the ball the ball for a ball match. You know, was was great, but I, I just, a lot I of they look they they spent a lot of money on the production values of the of the death match in L.A. Mm-hmm. It was it was uh it was well done. It, it was better produced than some stuff that we see from other some some other wrestling companies on a weekly basis. It's always good to see JTG back in, in, in anywhere because he's love me, some, love me some JTG man. He's he's an awesome dude. Uh, Watts was there. Taya. Uh, what's the Russian guy's name? Is it Kozlov? Alex Kozlov or something like that? I think so. I'm blanking right now. <laughs> and his mom. <laughs> uh, Chico wearing a, ma- a mask over his mask. Uh, didn't he do that last on Talking Shop 1, too? Uh, I don't think so. He might have, but I don't think I don't think so. Uh, and some dude from some reality show. I forgot what it was already. Uh, America's Got Talent. Yeah. He was a, he was a comedian on there. Um, Ty of Valkyrie and, and uh, a zombie. Um, so it's pretty fun little little death match there. I, uh, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. And of course, uh, uh, he, uh, the, the comedian guy killed Chavo like for real. No chavos, this is for reals. Uh, oh, another Air Paris sighting. I thought I thought maybe it was going to be Air Paris as AJ Styles tonight. That's what I was thinking on Impact tonight. Instead of that was my that was my first guess until I heard until oh, what I read today. Um. But uh, Helms investigating the murder. Who was it that got murdered? The tag team. Oh, it was uh, Sammy and uh... God, who was with Sammy? They got murdered, and they were drinking White Claws. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I remember just laughing my ass off at the fact that Sammy Callahan and this other dude, or these tough guys, are, are drinking White Claws, and then they got then they got killed. Uh, then main event time main event was uh, man the end of it with the CWO uh, that was something else wasn't it Matt it, it was it was something the the CWO behind me uh, <laughs> Steiner we got some Steiner math we got Ethan Page uh, burn and love Fucking Mr. Hughes still looks like a bad motherfucker. Virgil, he'll take a paycheck. Uh, the main event, ball for a ball. Uh, got a Mordecai. Uh, we got a Mordecai uh, cameo there, didn't we? Yeah, I wonder how much they spend for that one. 
and uh, another Jindrak cameo, and the the sex swing uh, was very interesting as well. Um. So yeah, we got ourselves a fun match with uh, with uh, Sex Ferguson and Chad Too Bad, and then uh, then the CWO showed up and it got weird. Uh, the Good Brothers lost their their scrotums. It was pretty graphic. <laughs> it's Stang. Wolf Wolfpack Stang came out and. Uh, then the uh, scene behind me was uh, was pretty interesting, and we even got some Steiner math there, and uh, and uh, that's how the show ended. Uh, and then rolled credits. That's where we we got some people from the wrestling world talking about the show and how terrible it was. Uh, and that's where we learned with Matt Cardona is going to take on Rory Fox. There better be a third one, Matt. Uh, Robert Irvine wondering why the hell Gail Kim made him watch that. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, the uh, the Robert Irvine part. But uh, props to props to everybody involved because that was that was a that was a two hour fun ride, wasn't it, Matt? Yep. And while we were running all that, we had some breaking news go down. Uh, to the, just now. Yeah, Austin Creed was successful on his quest. He is a part of the new G four. Awesome! Awesome. There's a there's a video promo of him getting getting accepted onto G four. So good. Uh, there's a premiere coming up. Uh, it was tomorrow. tonight. Oh, is it tonight? I thought it yeah, said it was tonight. Two, I thought it said two p.m. tomorrow, but no. Well, there was there was some G four special tonight on YouTube that oh, that, oh. that it got announced on. So I'll uh, I'll watch that when uh, we get done here. I can send you the little. I can send you the little link right now, so you'll yeah, have it. I'm subscribed because it popped up in my featured videos that it was a premiere coming up. So, uh, speaking of Austin Creed, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, had their Survivor Series. That was a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, go go check that out. Five uh, a little uh, five on five team up, up, down, down. Uh, featuring Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Ember Moon, uh, Baron Corbin, and uh, who am I forgetting? From what team? Up, up, down, down. It was Joe, Styles, Ember Moon, Corbin, and Woods. Oh, I thought there was five plus Woods and then five no. plus Breeze. Okay. No, it was four. It was four plus four plus Woods and four plus Breeze. And then uh, left, right, left, right, of course, with Breeze, Chugs, Cesaro, Dio, and Tegan. Yeah. And then Creed taking on Breeze for the up, up, down, down title. And uh, I think it actually, Matt, I think it's today. Today, 365 days ago is when, uh, when Breeze won the title. I mean, it's been a full calendar year now. That's crazy. Um, I loved – they did a uh, – first, if you watch uh, Uno, uh, you'll, you'll get a kick out of uh, Cesaro using a random number generator. But it was actually a spinner wheel of four games. I loved that it landed on American Gladiators. Because I wanted to watch them too go at it on uh, the NES American Gladiators, 
but come on. Is anybody going to beat Creed, Matt, or beat Breeze? Man. That's Maybe a the si- new co-commissioners of Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah, a little uh, swerve at the end of the show. Creed is hiring the services of the best roommates ever. And as always, Uno is, man, so fun. So fun. Much respect. Lots of respect. So much respect. I am going to, I'm going to get the, uh, I'm hoping there's a Black Friday sale. I want to get the, uh, the green screen t-shirt of the four guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I want to get that. Uh, Shop AEW. We'll plug them real quick. Shop AEW with their biggest sale ever. 25% off your order. Free shipping for $150 or more. But uh, use code BR or BF2020 for Black Friday. Uh, shipping's better there now. It's only like 5 bucks, so it's pretty good. Got myself a, a sweet Kenny Omega cleaner shirt. Um, I might get another shirt if they fix the glitch of one of the sizes not being able to order. Um, so I might get another one there because I don't own any Kenny shirts, I don't think. So outside I'll of the... I'll out, I know. So I had to fix that. Uh, outside of the one that came with my loot crate with the uh, the Queen album cover kind of take off with, uh, with the Bucks, Kenny, and, and Cody. Um, being uh, the elite this week, very... Wondering, 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 wondering what we're doing here with Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander here, Matt. Any ideas? They had a lot of interactions before, um, before she got hurt on being the elite. So I think they're just continuing their oddball relationship. Uh, Silver trying to get Kaz into the Dark Order. I don't think that worked. Kaz, you need to go to anger management. <laughs> yeah, you feel good luck convincing him of that. I don't fucking need anger management. <laughs> Old Jerry Lynn tried to tell him, but uh, it didn't quite work, did it? Uh, Trevor and Arthur talking to Peter Avalon. Playboy, Playboy Peter Avalon now. Maybe a new gimmick. Now, now, Arthur. It's it's pretty Peter Avalon. Yeah, uh, the the Bucks putting their nameplates on their tag titles, and uh, oh wait, this is an old BTE. What the hell? How did that get there? No wonder, no wonder this felt weird. It, it skipped over to uh, last week's for some reason. That, yeah, that Sammy, uh, that, that Sammy uh, prank on the belt was pretty funny though. Um, another great bump by by Stu from uh, Anna J. Uh, the Young Bucks they, they they strike out every time they try to find their action figures at Walmart. So they tried to find their new book at Barnes and Noble, and they found it in the romance section. <laughs> Matt, you said you uh, read the book this weekend, huh? It was it was good, really really good. 
I, uh, um, yeah, I, I got highly, it. highly recommend it. I got her from Barnes and Noble. Yeah, I got a charge from Barnes and Noble out of the blue, and I'm like, the hell? Now, did you forget you pre-ordered it? Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, I like pre-ordered it months ago, so I was like, oh. Uh, don't watch Kenny Omega getting caught the cup thing. That is gross. Um, the uh, whatever yeah, you call man, it. Man, that that feel I. I would imagine that that's really fucking painful. Yeah, it looked painful, and it looked sick. It looked gross. Um, I love how they're blaming uh, Michael Naka, Nakazawa for all the uh, slips on the ring now because they, they showed Trent and uh, that finish with Miro that got botched a little bit there. But shit, Miro, he uh, turned he it covered, into... He covered it fine. Yeah, he, he turned it into the end of the match, so I think it was perfectly fine. Uh, Cutler Cam showing the Bucks take it on top flight. Uh, I can't believe these guys are 21 to 19 years old. <laughs> And now they're signed. And now they are all elite. That came out, I think, yesterday, if not maybe two days ago. It but was yesterday. Top Flight is all elite. That is awesome because those two, get, they showed up. Um, and honestly, I was thinking when they were talking to them backstage, I'm like, oh, they're going to offer them contracts because they did that on being the elite with uh, Private Party. And then, mm-hmm. and then Matt Hardy showed up doing his shtick. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, never mind. And then later in the day, they announced that they that they signed. I'm like, oh, well, there you go. I love that. I was right. Now it just didn't happen. I love that. Rebby called it called her husband out on Twitter tonight. Matt's like, I'm not one to put myself over. The fuck you are. (laughs) Brandon Cutler trying to lure out monkeys with bananas. And Cass shows up. Cutler's looking for spot monkeys. Spotted monkeys. <laughs> spotted monkeys. You mean spot monkeys, you mark? <laughs> hasn't come. Dude, I want that fucking... I told Kaz this on Twitter. I want that fucking long sleeve Injustice for All shirt. That Metallica shirt. Badass, man. Uh, then Nakazawa had to take a shit. <laughs> Uh, Dark Order having, I guess, Thanksgiving dinner catered by Chili's. Silver, <laughs> Silver really trying to get Anna Jay to eat a wingie. But uh, Silver putting over the shirt because Johnny's hungry. And uh, apparently, uh, apparently 10 likes cocaine. So that was his meal of choice. Poor, poor Stu, though, man. Somebody needs to save him from Anna, doesn't? Don't they? Stole his fries. He had to take another bump. What can you do? That bump last week on BT was fucking awesome. Like she, when she pushed him from behind, he bumped yeah. over the table. That was fucking his bumps for her are so fucking great, man. And uh, Cole Cabana looking like Joker, nineteen eighty nine, after his surgery. Uh, he finally uh, will not look like Michael Nakazawa anymore because <laughs> according to him like, it wasn't getting over with the internet 
Ah, uh, then we had the top flight segment that uh, with uh, Matt showing up that that uh, Matt had just talked about. And um, <laughs> and then Matt Hardy again bragging about, uh, I guess, the existence of pro wrestling is all because of Matt Hardy, right? Why the hell not? Uh, he dressed up as Penta L. He 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 had me fooled there. I I, I, I thought... knew it, I knew it wasn't him because I know Penta's got tats oh. on, on his arms, oh. but I didn't realize it was going to be fucking Matt again. Like I and that, going, that was, I figured they were switching to do another skit because that I'm was like, the exact a, Matt again. <laughs> yeah, because that was exactly right after the top flight and Matt Hardy thing. <laughs> yeah, but I just thought they were. I thought they were shifting over to yep. you know another skit. I did not expect it nope, to. They be, did Matt Hardy back to back. To be Hardy again. That was, was just great. like, oh, good lord. Uh, so uh, then we try to figure out who's the number one contender for John Silver's BTE Championship. So they do the one ship challenge, which I don't know why in the hell you want to put yourself to through that, but okay. Um, if you drank milk, you're out. And uh, well, it's like nobody really, nobody folded there. It sounds so simple, Matt. One ship, right? I wouldn't do it. No, because I, I I see everybody like on their deathbed nearly. Um, yeah, there's there's no way I would do it. No, I'm not a big heat fan. I'm not a big like spicy wing. I I like buffalo sauce, but I don't like burn my yeah, asshole. I, I, yeah, I like I like hot wings. I like hot wings and stuff. But you know, like beyond beyond that, like we're we're talking about something just just hot for the sake of being hot. You know, like no, no, thank you. I'm, I'm not. I am not at all interested in any of that. So we'll we'll get uh, we'll get Trent trying to regain the championship next week against Silver uh, for BTE. <laughs> and cut to poor Trent puking in the bathroom. I thought it was Luchasaurus puking at first because he was kind of the one. Well, Jungle Boy. I thought, was... I thought it was Luchasaurus puking. No, nah, I think it was Trent. Oh, was it? I thought it was Luchasaurus and Trent was in the other part of the Yeah, because they cut they cut from Jungle Boy looking over the stall and then Trent's wiping his mouth. So yeah, it was Trent that, that was puking. See, I, I thought I thought Trent was in the bathroom sick and, and Luchasaurus was in the stall, but Oh. <laughs> Who knows? Who the fuck knows? All I know is I wouldn't have that damn chip. No. That's all I fucking know. And speaking of hot ass shit, I watched uh, Taker on Hot Ones today. That was. Oh, I love the Hot Ones show, but I haven't watched that one yet. It was good. I watched Taker, and then I watched uh, Matthew McConaughey because that popped up. I'm like, oh, dude, I love Matthew McConaughey, so I watched that too. Uh, but Taker on Hot Ones was really good. Good interview. Um, so highly recommend it. Go check it out. Survivor Series happened this Sunday on the Dub Dub E Network. Uh, pre-show d- dual branded battle royale came down to the Miz and Dominic Mysterio, with the Miz getting the win there. We kick things off with the men's uh, uh, elimination traditional Survivor Series match. I said it on the show two weeks ago. I fully expected Raw to win. Little did I know they were going to clean sweep SmackDown. Poor SmackDown. Um. But that's what happened. 
Uh, <clears throat> New Day and Street Profits, they didn't disappoint, did they, Matt? No, I, would, I wouldn't say so. Right team went over, I think. I think put put the, the uh, newer team over there. I think uh, New Day wouldn't be hurt by that. I think, I think they did the right thing there. Uh, after the match, oh, before the match, Big E came out with them, all dressed in their Gears of War outfits as uh, it was announced that they all three will have uh, skins in the multiplayer for Gears 5. Uh, I'll give you a little more information on that later on when we get to the headlines. Uh, Cedric Alexander, or Cedric, uh, Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn went exactly how I thought it was. Sami being a chicken shit. I, I, I hate that they book him like this. I wanted to see like a, a, a fight, but we didn't get that. We got chicken shit. Sammy running away from Bobby the whole for eight minutes. And then, and then eventually it was over. Um, Sasha and Oscar awesome as always loved it. Um, I think Sasha was the right one to go over there. Just new champion for the most part, you know, and, and uh, kind of on the uptick there where Oscar has been champion since mania. So I think, uh, I think that was the right call. Uh, women's survivor series. I was really hoping Nia was going through a table, Matt, but uh, we, we knew something was going to happen. That's with... how they're going to hold that. They're going to they're do that at TLC. Ta- the tag title match. Or they just separate in Baszler fights Oscar one-on-one and, yeah, in Jack Spice lot in a tables match. I mean, oh, I think who knows? Who knows? Who knows what they're going to do at this point? Yeah. But you know, it's it's going to be interesting. I could see them putting the tag belts on Lana and Oscar. I mean, I the can... ta- they they already treat the tag titles like a joke anyway. So I mean, go for it. Uh, Lana being the sole survivor because Baszler and Jack made her stand on the steps after tagging herself in early in the match. So Bianca Belair and Nia Jax ended up at a double count out. So that left Lana as the sole survivor. And uh, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, one of the, one of the best matches of the year. This was, this was phenomenal. Um, I'm okay with it. Not being completely clean, Matt, considering the two guys involved. So, uh, I, I thought it was uh, really well done. What were your thoughts on the main event there? I mean, they look, they did the trifecta in, protect, in protecting him. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the ref bump, the nut shot, <laughs> and the interference. Yep. And if you want to throw a fourth thing on there, he didn't tap out, he passed out. Yep. So, I mean, could, like they literally could not have protected him anymore if they tried yeah so um undertaker's final farewell was weird to me matt it was cool but like we've seen it all before and it was weird that all these guys came to the ring and then they're gone for when taker comes out and that's that's the main thing i didn't like like that's the main thing I didn't like, and there just wasn't. I mean, the video package was cool, but the it was just the same thing we've always seen, and uh, I don't, 
think it's his really his final farewell. He'll be back eventually. No, it's done. He's done. Think so? Yeah. But it just was. I don't know. It wasn't. Now the hologram with Paul Bearer. That was a really. I, that was a sweet touch. I like that. That was very cool. Everything else, uh, the piped in chants were annoying. That was kind of stupid. Everything else was like stuff we see with the taker every time he comes out anyways, outside of all the legends in the ring. So it was just a weird, <laughs> it was cool, but it wasn't like, oh my God, this is awesome because it's the same shit every time. You know, there was nothing unique about it really outside of that hologram to me there was just nothing unique about it yeah, but, what, what can you what can you do i i still think look based on his tweet the day after and based on what i heard was the was the mood and stuff backstage like i think he's done yeah so, I, I hope so far too many people don't do they don't follow through so now Vince is in a gigantic bind, maybe down the road, but I don't know. Uh, Monday Night Raw afterwards, uh, uh, the uh, <clears throat> the five winners of the Survivor Series match come out. Uh, Adam Pearce wants to grant them a uh, a bit of a token of an appreciation for the good work they did. Uh, so they were going to be the championship pitcher. Uh, everybody was taking their turns on as to why they were going to be champion. And then for some reason, Strowman loses it and attacks Adam Pierce. And um, they later come out and say that Strowman is indefinitely suspended, but I'm reading on the old sheets, Matt, that uh, it is indeed going to be Strowman facing Drew at TLC. Well, you, well, you also need to keep in mind at no point on raw last night, did they say this was a TLC? This was going to be a TLC. They just said the next in line to challenge your McIntyre. Yeah. TLC is a month away. Yeah. So they could do the triple threat next week and whoever wins could face Drew. Yep. And they could do that as a main event on Raw. And then they have Braun come back and wreck that, that main event. Who would you, uh, I wouldn't give it to AJ because out of the three, out of the three you have to give it to AJ. I think so. Yeah, especially if it's going to be ruined by Braun. Oh, if he ruins the title match, yeah. You can't afford to put Lee in another situation where he's not going to get get a finish, and nobody's going to believe that Riddle can beat McIntyre. Yeah, and then uh, so well with that, a- that's, that's the way you got that's the way you got to go. And with AJ, they've been pushing him so heavy with almost now at his side, and so it's like, well, you can't have him just lose to Drew like that. But yeah, if Strowman fucks it up, I can see that happening. I can I can see that dog. Uh, Hurt business got a yet another shot at the tag titles and lost by countout, or well, uh, won by countout, but titles didn't change. So then MVP gets on the mic and says, "You don't want to go out like that, do you?" So they restart the match and <laughs> the New Day beats them again. So the Hurt business continues to lose to the New Day, but it almost seems like this is not done, is it, Matt? Doesn't, look, it doesn't feel what, like it's done. Well, this is what this is what drives me nuts about the, the, the company right now. Anytime we get a fresh match, 
they drive it into the fucking ground to the point where I know when I don't want to see it anymore. I really liked their their two their two matches that they've had over the course of the last month, and then all of a sudden they had it for a third time around. And I'm like, all right, I'm over it. Well, at least we haven't and, had, and especially with the with the bad, terrible botch. Yeah, that that made everything just well, not at least, good. Well, at least I, I just. At least they didn't Ugh. drive Keith Lee and Stroman to the ground like we thought they were going to yet. Give it time. Oh, boy. <laughs> then uh, throughout the uh, Charlie trying to get information out of Adam Pearce and he kept getting interrupted by guys such as Bobby Lashley and, and uh, Randy Orton and that's where we got the infamous Drew McInfart line that'll uh, forever live in infamy. Pierce even took to Twitter to make fun of himself. That was cool. Um, three qualifying matches. Winners of each will be in a triple threat, I think, next week on Raw. First one was Sheamus and Riddle. And uh, these two guys, again, another great match. These guys had a great match on SmackDown a, f- a few weeks back. Uh, another tremendous match between these two gave them time too. They got over 20 minutes on this uh, with Matt Riddle getting the win in the end. But uh, those two work really well together. So that, that, that was a a fun match to watch on raw firefly Funhouse, uh, a poor frog got killed the friendship frog. It was nice knowing you. Yeah. He had a long 40 year life. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Oscar and Lana did not last too long because of the D- DQ by uh, Nia Jax hitting Oscar. That led to Teddy Long coming out with a tag match player. And uh, Oscar got the dreaded uh, roll up of Doom uh, for uh, the non title holders to beat the tag, tag team champions, which I, we had just talked about a minute ago. <clears throat> Riddle gonna talking with uh, MVP, maybe talking a little business. Wants to talk a little business. Um, I think we can almost pencil in Riddle and Lashley at TLC for the U.S. title, Matt. I, I would say that's a safe bet. Probably a title change too. I would assume because they're high on Riddle. Lashley's... At the moment, until Vince changes his mind. God. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. Fucking Vince. Depends on what side of the bed he rolls out of. Fucking ricochet on a milk carton. He'd have been better off joining the herd business. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, How about Lashley and Keith Lee? That was a fun one, wasn't it? A couple big boys clashing. And how about Keith Lee's new entrance music, Matt? It's certainly an upgrade to what he had. Couldn't. Well, I still miss the old NXT theme, but I'm hoping this one will grow on me. Was that a CFO then, I'm assuming? Yeah, it was a CFO. Lashley and Keith Lee, a couple of big old bulls. They had a great match. I loved it. Raw was good this week. Raw was pretty good last week. Raw I, thought, Raw- I thought Raw was better last week, but I mean, this this wasn't a bad episode of Raw either. It's turning the corner. Well, it better. We're, we're getting into that old... The old uh, uh, Royal Rumble season, WrestleMania season, so it's it's time to turn the corner and step your games up. Game up. 
Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross was more of an angle than a match. Um, they replayed the Undertaker uh, video that we saw at Survivor Series. And um, uh, NXT commercial, uh, there, uh, NXT this week, there is a ladder match member of Ma- uh, Pat McAfee's team against a member of the Undisputed Era. Winner gets the War Games advantage. War Games! A.K.A. Pat McAfee's team wins because they never do a fucking war games when their face team has the fucking yeah. man advantage. And I wish they would do it just one time. <laughs> one time. So, man- so these matches wouldn't be so fucking obvious. What are we going to get? Are we going to get uh, Pete Dunn, Roddy Strong? Uh, did they name, did they name who, who was facing each other? I don't think they did. Nope. That's my, 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 my guess and my hope is Pete Dunn, Roddy Strong. He done makes the most sense. A little history like, between those two I guys. Well, I just I just don't want to see Oni or Birch wrestling the singles match. Um. So that'd probably be Pete and Roddy then. Probably safe to I say. Mean, yeah, I mean, I'd be I'd be okay with that. And Roddy could take the. I mean, it's a ladder. It's a ladder match. They said right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you can like it's not like you're, anybody's really taking a loss anyway. Like you know, McAfee ain't gonna face. And I, you know, McAfee's not fighting in a ladder match, and and I don't think um, Birch or Lorcan, Birch or Lorcan should be it should be winning singles matches. Um, that's just me. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be an entertaining match regardless of who's in it. <laughs> but I'm definitely I'm definitely more excited about Dynamite tomorrow night. So. And uh, what was being billed all night long is a WrestleMania caliber match for the main event, Randy Orton, AJ Styles. And this was a good match, too. A little assist from The Fiend gives AJ Styles the win here. Did you see the freaking... um, Did you see when the lights came back on the cameraman caught The Fiend jumping over the railing? Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. That was a bad move. Dynamite from this week uh, kicked off the uh, with the great match that we just talked about uh, during Bree and the Elite. Young Bucks and Top Flight. Uh, very, very great. Uh, very good match between those guys. Again, it's hard to believe those brothers are 21 and 19 years old. Uh, but they are, and now they are all elite. Uh, after the match, TH2 attacked them, so that'll... Uh, instantly give them another match what'd you think of the inner circle slay in vegas matt <laughs> it was something conan a conan uh, cameo there hot dealing conan oh uh, man a lot of hang a lot of swingers and hangover references there a lot of hangover references later for sure uh john moxley cutting a promo from what looked like a toilet uh, hey, John breaking, Moxley! Breaking news on said toilet. Adam. Yeah, yeah. Breaking news on the toilet from John Moxley. Congrats! It's gonna be a papa. Him and Renee gonna welcome a child. So that was a little I breaking. Think that's very. I think that's very cool. Yeah, very. 
and uh, we didn't mention it, but uh, in, in uh, Survivor Series, Seth Rollins sacrificed himself immediately in the show, and he was uh, expected to know uh, to not be around. Uh, he's he's expected to be written off as uh, uh, Becky's almost uh, about due. Uh, she's due in December, so uh, we'll, Rollins probably getting the rest of the year off, and so he did the little sacrifice and will disappear for a little bit. Uh, Orange Cassidy took on Kip Sabian uh, in a match there. Orange Cassidy getting the win there. Uh, after the match, Miro, freaking like a bull at China shop, jumping the ropes and just leveling Cassidy after he was uh, doing some great work on commentary there. Uh, they were going to do the Kenny Omega, John Moxley contract signing, but Moxley was laid out in the back. Who done it? I got I got a guess, but it's pretty far out there. Mine mine is not that far out there. My guess is Archer. Just based on his promos and shit lately. I think Archer's trying to muscle his way back in to feud with Moxley. Just my guess there. What about you, Matt? I think it's Kenta. I've heard of that theory too. I, I think they have reached an agreement with NJPW. I think there's I think there's going to be a like, – because Kent is the number one contender for Moxley's um, IWGP United States Championship right now. I can't I, – I completely forgot he still had that belt. Yep, he still has it. So, like, theoretically, theoretically Moxley could drop that title on December 2nd, get to Japan, quarantine for two weeks, and Dude, be there to defend Kingdom. that title against Kenta at Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. Like nobody's saying anything. Any of this is going to happen, but it's possible. It it, it and, makes a lot of sense. In in Tony's little statement that the 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 power shift in pro wrestling. Yeah. You know, I still want to believe that like that's going to come through. Yeah. You know, as as you know, being as being legit. Yeah. So I'm really thinking that you know that something like that could be could possibly be it mm. and it would definitely it would shock the wrestling world new japan in so it would be it would be amazing man it would be it would be amazing so i'm i'm very who'd you have uh, crossing my fingers <clears throat> on that one i'm very hopeful who'd you have jericho but, face at wrestle kingdom tanahashi I feel like he asked to face somebody earlier this year, and I'm that's what I thought it was. And I thought it was Tanahashi. I thought maybe, but uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. So don't quote me. Don't melt. Don't melter me. I I quote Meltzer more than enough lately, sir. Yeah. (laughs) That fucking guy. We got part two of uh, Inner Circle slaying Vegas. Uh, Sammy getting a little revenge on MJF by uh, writing a little permanent marker on his face, all over his face. I thought it was hilarious that Sammy was sleeping in the fountain. A <laughs> uh, lot of a lot of hangover references here because it's the next morning. Ortiz working out. That, that dude must have been drinking straight Red Bull vodka when, he, if he's still uh, going. But, uh, I wish they could have gotten Tyson. 
Right? How perfect would that have been? Yeah. Like, even just for something quick. Like, um, it would have, it really would have tied into the whole hangover yeah. feel. And I know he's super busy right now doing the whole. Got a fight in four days. You know, yeah, fight with Roy Jones Jr. or whatnot. But man, it would have been. That would have been icing been pretty, on the cake. It would have been pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that would have been icing on the cake. I love that after the, the, the segment, because there's only two segments for the, the Vegas thing, I love that they brought Jericho out on commentary for like literally 30 seconds. I thought that was great, uh, just to say how he's still hung over. Uh, and then they, they announced that Jericho and Hager will take on SCU. Pac making his in-ring return for the first time in eight months, took on the Blade. Uh, those two guys work really well in the ring together. I really loved this match between Blade and Pac. Uh, Pocket, and not, and not a whole lot of uh, um, not a whole lot of uh, rust. No, from uh, from him either. So looked that great. was cool to say. I I'm excited, Matt. I'm excited to see Pac or Pac. I could. Hell, Eddie Kingston didn't know either, so. I'm excited to see, uh, you know, we got, we've had this version of, of Pac since he's been heel, but it's never been a baby face. So I'm excited to see this edge of Pac as a baby face in AEW. I'm, I'm excited to see how that all plays out. Yeah, I mean, I, it should be really good. I mean, and, and essentially, he, they, uh, and essentially, you turned the Lucha Brothers face, too. Yep. So I I was iffy on Penta. I thought he was not uh, going to play. Yeah, nice. you had to put you Death have Triangle to. back together. Yes, you had but, to. Yes, but I I I still had my reservations that that Penta was not going to play nice. How dare you? I know, but Death Triangle is back together now. Loving yeah, it. Yeah, because I mean, it, the thing is, the, the the poor damn stable hardly even got off the ground. Right. Right. So I like now we finally are gonna get we're gonna get to see it. The whole but the funny thing is like that that was gonna be a massive heel stable. Yeah. Now it's baby know? face. And now it's gonna be a baby face stable. I guess for the time being. I mean I, I guess essentially it could still turn into a It ain't gonna be that hard to flip the switch. Yeah, it could still turn into a heel stable once they're done feeding with the family. You can have um, a feud with uh you can have a feud with Dark Order, you can have a feud with Jurassic Express. Uh, let's get those trio belts out. I, I would love to see those out in 2021. Yeah, the the rumor was they were gonna they were gonna introduce those on the Jericho cruise. That was gonna be in January. Yeah, and now like the Jericho cruise is delayed until like October or something. Yeah, yeah. So October. I mean, they they could easily just they could wait until October and just do it then. Like, there's really no rush. Um, to have to bring those out. No, but there's already so many good built-in teams right now, though, at the same time, that it wouldn't hurt if you did it early in the year. I honestly want to, I am honestly going to try to go on the fourth cruise. Whenever the, there'll be a fourth cruise. The the world, the world needs to be. Yeah. Yeah. A lot uh, more normal than it is right now that for me to even the third cruise to, is like to want to commit to commit to something like that. That's why I said the fourth cruise. The third cruise is basically sold out as it is anyways. 
just insanity to me. And I've got buddies here in town that have gone to both of them. And so they keep asking me, they keep asking me, and I say I can't make it work yet. But uh, I'm going to try to make the fourth one work whenever that comes around. And it's going to be a while, let's just say. But uh, a tremendous NWA championship match between Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa. Great job by the ladies there. Britt Baker getting involved. Uh, We're going to get ourselves a Britt Baker Thunder Rosa feud. That's not going to suck. And um, got to cut to the dark order. Silver cutting a promo about Anna Jay on a winning streak. Thanks to uh, AEW Dark. What are your thoughts on using Dark to pad stats? Why the fuck wouldn't you? I'm just asking. Just a, it's I, just. A, I I I think anybody that has an argument against it should be bitch slapped alongside their head. You know, I mean, that's look. Wins and losses matter. You build wins and lo- you build wins and losses on dark when you don't have the time to do it on dynamite. It just it makes fucking sense. You know, like there's teams in the in the NBA and the NFL and Major League Baseball that suck ass. And when you win, when you when you win those games and it goes to the win on your record, they don't say, "Well, like those wins don't count because you beat somebody shitty." <laughs> you know, you still got the fucking win. So, like, I I think it works. I like it. No complaints. Yeah, that's. I mean, and I, honestly, I'll fight anybody that has. It was has like complaints about the system. Yeah, because I mean, then the Steelers wouldn't be ten and zero. Wink, wink. Hey. There's the, 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 we, we, we took on the undefeated Tennessee Titans and beat them. The, we took on that... a, we took on a much more powerful <laughs> Baltimore Ravens team earlier this year and beat them. The, uh, so you can say whatever you want, you know, as long the... as we can get, as long as we can get home field advantage, the, I, the... I like our chances of going to the Super Bowl. For, I don't for... like our chances of going unbeaten, but I like our chances of going to the Super Bowl. For those that don't follow the NFL, there's a joke around that. The... Steelers haven't beaten anybody to be 10 and 0. I'm still like like trying to wrap my head around the only one team gets a bye thing and seven teams get in thing. Well, look, even well, even the worst thing they were talking about like like a month ago that they were going to do eight teams on each side and nobody got a bye. Yeah, with and I'm just like, are you out? I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, that looks so, like they're sticking to their new plan, or new original plan. Of yeah. seven playoff teams. Yeah, I'm glad because I I, I want to get that I want to get that by, and I want you know I want them to I want anybody that has to go to the Super Bowl I want it to go through Pittsburgh. So fingers crossed. Main event time: Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes took on Brian Cage, Ricky Starks in a uh, tremendous main event match, and in the end, what I had predicted and hoped. Took finally happened. Will Hobbs turning heel, joining Team Taz. So now you got a lot of beef on Team Taz with Will Hobbs and uh, and Brian Cage. Uh, what were your thoughts on uh, the Will Hobbs heel turn, Matt? Kind of saw it coming. Honestly, like he kind of. I saw it coming immediately because I thought he was going to clock him the like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why. Like it, it kind of. Kind of felt like it was going to happen. So I like I'm it not, though. I'm not really that surprised by it. 
I like it. Good addition. I like it. So, uh, yet another tremendous episode of Dynamite, uh, which we come to expect. Next week or tomorrow or, or today, tomorrow for us is record on Tuesday. Um, for Dynamite on Turkey Eve, we are going to get a women's world title match, Hikaru Shida against Anna Jay. Um, Death Triangle takes on Butcher and the Blade. Uh, looks like it's going to be Pac and Phoenix. Yep, taking on Butcher and Blade with uh, correct with Penta and Eddie at ringside. Uh, as I mentioned a, little, a couple minutes ago, Inner Circle SCU. Uh, TH2 takes on Top Flight. And uh, our boy, our boy John Silver, Johnny Hungy, is going to take on Hangman Adam Page. Johnny Hungy. I, 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 the rise of John Silver, man. I, I would like to think this podcast had a little helping in that, didn't it? We put uh, him. I- I don't want to take I don't want to take any credit away from him. I mean, oh, not away from him, no. But we put it we we were we were on the train right away. Oh, we've a, we've absolutely done our fair share of putting him over. I mean, that much is uh, that much is that much is for certain. And uh, Will Hobbs will be in action as well. I love the logo uh, they put Taz put out there. Uh, uh, will Hobbs is all FTW. <laughs> Brother, a little take on uh, on that. And uh, winter is coming, Matt. Winter is coming, so we're going to hear from Kenny Omega as well. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a, a, an action-packed evening of Dynamite coming up here this week. Be good. NXT uh, rematch for the North American Championship. What are your thoughts on Leon Ruff winning that title uh, a week ago or two weeks ago? For me personally, I feel like it was done for shock value. Yeah, a little and, one, two, three kid action. Yeah, and it's just look. I wouldn't have minded as much if it was if it was a one, two, three kid thing that wasn't done involving a championship. I mean, yeah. one, two, three kid didn't win the intercontinental title. No, you know. So I mean, well, he did eventually, but yes, but I meant like I that. Know you, mean. you know what I damn well meant. Yeah. So it's just, eh, you know, I. I kind of feel like it made the North American Championship a joke. So, you know, I've got I've got mixed feel I've got mixed feelings on the entire thing because I mean that's his first ever WWE win. Like every other time, he's just been jobbered of the stars. Yep. You no know, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Now all of a sudden, he's he's you know supposedly holding the second most important title in NXT. So, just eh. Uh, blindfold match between Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis. This wasn't really a blindfold match uh, once the ref got knocked out. Uh, but always uh, some entertaining, fun stuff between those two guys. Um, there will be a women's War Games match. Candice LeRae ta- captaining one team. Shotzi Blackheart captaining the other. Uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell took on Caden Carter and Keith. Uh, Casey Catanzaro. Uh, Arturo Ruas quietly moved from uh, Monday Night Raw, where he was drafted to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> uh, quietly moved to NXT, where he took on Kushida. And quietly uh, got injured. And quietly got injured. And I'm still 
quietly waiting for Kushida Finn Balor for the title, please. Uh, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez took on Ember Moon and Tony Storm. The good girls got the win there. Um, as both are setting their sights on the NXT title. Uh, I think we'll probably have a, I would assume Matt will have a clash between Ember and Tony, number one contender soon. I think, I think Ember and Tony are going to be on the war, war games. Yeah, I think they're going to be in war games. First. But eventually, long term, so. long, long term, yeah, long term for the title with EO. Um, do you think that was this, uh, speaking of which we did with, since I was sick last week, la, last week, a tremendous title match, Io Shirai, Rhea Ripley. I loved, I loved the, the embrace at the end, the respect, a lot, lot of respect. Um, was that the swan song for Rhea on NXT? I thought it was going to be, and I thought she was going to end up at survivor series and then she wasn't at survivor series. So I'm like, I don't know, you know, and at this point, I feel like uh, Shotzi needs one more person for her team. Yeah. So it's probably going to be Rhea. It's probably it's probably going to be Rhea, Tony, Ember, and Shotzi against um, Candice, Indy, uh, Raquel, and uh, Dakota. Mm-hmm. So I mean that that's what that's what it's looking like to me anyway. Timothy Thatcher took on August Gray. Uh, and continued to beat on August Gray before Tomasa Champa came out, and I am, for one, excited for a a, a Champa Thatcher feud. These guys are going to beat the dog shit out of each other, so I, I'm kind of excited. But I'm I'm uh, I'm a little more of a fan of Thatcher than Matt is at this point. But I I, I think Thatcher and Champa might be a lot of fun. Let's just say. Uh, they continued the uh, the song and dance with Leon Ruff, Damian Priest, and Johnny Gargano, which uh, I'd assume triple threat at, at War Games, right? Probably, I, w- I would assume. I would certainly assume so. Uh, Wade Barrett is off this uh, this coming week. Matt KO on commentary with Vic Joseph. That's gonna be fun, huh? Why the hell not? They're not really doing anything with them on SmackDown anyway. Um, Regal is trying to check on Zia Lee and uh, Boa answers the door and says that she's coming. Matt, I told you this on Twitter, I think last week. I have a feeling they're going to do a Sue Young ripoff with Zia Lee. I just have a feeling. Some sort of... I don't know. I feel like like they've got another character coming in. So... I'm interested... Somewhat, I mean, don't don't they have Karen Q signed? Oh yeah, yeah. So maybe they're going to do something with her. I, I, like they haven't done anything with her yet. I mean, I, I'm interested. Like the May Young Classic, I think, or something like that, and they haven't done anything yeah. with her since. So, like, I'm if interested. she's signed, like, might as well fucking use her. I'm interested. It's not the best thing on NXT, but it's 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 interesting. It's it's something to it's. It's uh, it's uh, you know I don't I'm not hating it, and I, I really like Zia Lee. I like Boa, uh, so I kind of I like I, I kind of like this little story that they're doing. It's always good to have little sidebar stories on NXT, you know, and and, and kind of get some of the people under the the spotlight that don't normally uh, that aren't normally there on NXT, and and so I'm kind of I'm kind of liking that, and uh, and actually, Jush, 
I was sick, so my brain has been a little off. But yeah, Io and Rhea was last week, and that was to end the match again. Phenomenal match. Probably going to be a nomination, a marquee nomination for NXT mat, Women's Match of the Year, I would assume. Um, tremendous match. Rhea, man, she got her ear caught, got the ear caught, I think, or, or something. A little bleeding from the ear. Uh, both women definitely went to war there. I, Matt, I, I loved the finish where Rhea basically was broken through the table and barely made it into the ring. And she was like literally crawling on her last breath. And then EO hit that moonsault. I I thought that was a perfect finish, man. I thought that was a lot of, that was a really well done. Uh, Yeah, it was cool. And uh, thanks to uh, to WWE, we have no idea what to expect for tomorrow except for the ladder match I told you about. Do you know of anything else that's happening? Nope. Hell, they may not know. I don't know. Um... When is War Games, by the way? December sixth. So we got winter. We got we got all in one week. We got the winter. Winter is coming December second, and then a couple of days later, a little little War Games. Yeah, well, don't don't act like AEW did that by accident. They knew when that takeover was, and they knew that that NXT couldn't stack up the go home show of NXT with a takeover that Sunday. Yep. They were not stupid uh, when they planned that match. They they absolutely, you know, <laughs> they 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 did good shit there. The ever the ever going Wednesday night chess match, right? Yeah. Let's wrap her up with some headlines. Uh, not only Top Flight is all elite. Uh, this was uh, announced a week ago today. Matt Seidel is all elite. So good to see uh, uh, Matt Seidel uh, sticking around with AEW. Very tremendous, a very good talent. And um, still waiting for that Matt Cardona is all elite, though, Matt. You and me both, man. I'm really getting annoyed. I was talking to our buddy Mark Cho, and he's, he seems to uh, insinuate that uh, Cardona wants a lot of money. And, I mean, people can speculate all they want. Nobody really knows. So, who knows? WWE stars revealed as new downloadable characters for Gears of War 5, The New Day. Of course, they came out at Survivor Series dressed as them, but uh, they are now uh, DLC playable characters in multiplayer for Gears 5. So, go... Uh, Go check those out. Those are uh, some pretty cool uh, looking armor outfits there those boys got on. I haven't played a, a Gears in a while. I don't, I don't, I don't do Xbox anymore. So, um, JTG, uh, JTG recently on the, uh, the tremendous Chris Van Vliet interview and uh, suggests that Shad Gaspard should receive the Warriors Award. I think it's a, a good idea, a great idea, Matt. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, I, I think it's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. I hope it happens. So we'll see. 
<clears throat> Get well soon, PJ Black. Uh, injured the ROH star injured after taking a fall down a flight of stairs. And it uh, looks like he broke his foot. Ow. This dude does all this daredevil shit, and it's a flight of stairs that gets him, Matt. <laughs> Sometimes it's ironic, isn't it? What can you do? Uh, as we have announced on the show, the residency for the WWE Thunderdome at Orlando's Amway Center is ending soon as the NBA season, which I cannot wait to get started up again happening just before Christmas. I'm excited for some Christmas day basketball. And uh, it has been announced that the Thunderdome is going bigger. We, we, we speculated they might be going bigger, but they are going bigger. They're going inside Tropicana field home of the Tampa Bay rays. Uh, uh, so it's going to even look bigger and better, Matt. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what it looks like. It will certainly be interesting. I, yeah. I think they're going to have some scattered fans there for the rumble. That uh, was my thought too. Yeah. The debut of Tropicana field will be TLC or actually, no, I'm sorry. Smackdown uh, December 11th will be uh, uh, the debut at Tropicana field. Is that the go home show for TLC? TLC is the 20th. Okay. No, so not quite the go home show, but a week before the go home show. Uh, while we were gone, Zelina Vega fired because of, of refusing to shut down her Twitch as well as starting an OnlyFans account, which no porn or no nudity, by the way, still just cosplay stuff, but still, uh, and I, I hate that. I hate that idea that just because people have an OnlyFans account that automatically it has to be nudity. Yeah, there's dudes people can do whatever that. the people can do it. Yeah. People can yeah, guys have it, girls have it. You can do whatever yeah. the fuck you want with your OnlyFans account. You know uh, yeah, it's a meme it's, now. It's, it's, it's a meme. It's just, it's just kind of ridiculous. It, it kind of it kind of bugs me. Um but uh the the SAG after group uh has uh, announced that they are are sitting down with Zelina Vega uh in regards to her release i think wwe i think i think the hammer is dropping uh biden winning the presidency andrew yang is gonna have uh uh uh, i think an opportunity uh, he's gonna have a spot within labor uh the way wwe does things is gonna that's going to come to an end. It's going to come to an end, but until then, um, it's good that, uh, you know, at least Austin Creed brought in, you know, BRE brought those girls into the up, up, down, down fold. So, um, you know, the up, up, down, down family kind of expanding in the wake of this, at least Matt. So while it may not be the same or better, I don't know. I don't know how much money they get from up, up, down, down. But uh, I have no idea. But way things are being done, shit's gonna drop. Undertaker is on cameo. Speaking of cameo, well, yeah, let's. He was, he was. It's already sold out. It's already sold out. A thousand dollars a pop for only thirty 
videos and they all sold out and i heard some of them are pretty good matt jeremy this is the undertaker mark till you started almost all of them oh really but the first the person's name this is the undertaker (laughs) so i sent the video to march of all the undertaker's cameos yeah in like five minutes into watching it i just wrote marcho this is the undertaker this is matt black (laughs) rest in (coughs) Uh, calm down down there brother yeah so funny take away cameo from everybody then undertaker joins it yeah i'm sure wwe got a cut of it though oh yeah well shit I mean that's thirty grand. It's not like Taker's pocketing that. I don't think. I think that's more WWE having their hands on it. That ain't the funniest uh, Undertaker story of the week. He also joins TikTok. <laughs> Undertaker's everywhere, man. That that fourth wall is gone with the Undertaker. Why? Okay. Why are there no raw ratings today? There were raw ratings. I did not see them. Well, they're there. It was like, got like a 1.8 or something along those lines. They were up from last week. Why did, why? I don't see them on PW Insider at all. They for most have forgot to put them on there. I, I look, I don't know if PW Insider got put them up or not, but I'm telling you, I saw the ratings earlier today. No, I know. I'm just saying that's why I didn't. That's why I'm asking, is because PW Insider forgot to post them. Oh well, they, uh, PW Insider has been slacking off a whole lot lately, so it's not really surprising. Oh, uh, last Wednesday, AEW smoking NXT, eight hundred and fifty thousand to six thirty-eight. More than, way more than double in the old 18 to 49 demo, 0.37 to 0.14. NXT just moved to Tuesdays, man. Please. <laughs> SmackDown does continue to do well in the ratings, uh, bumped up to 2.2 million. Of course, that's been the better show, so to speak, even though Raw's gotten a little better lately. But uh, SmackDown has been uh, posting some uh, pretty good numbers lately, comparatively speaking. Undertaker uh, sat down with Sports Illustrated. Of course, Undertaker making the rounds before Survivor Series. And he commented on whether he could have stopped Vince McMahon from ending the WrestleMania streak. Uh, Undertaker admitted he didn't believe Brock Lesnar needed to be the one to end the streak, pointing out that it would have been done much more. It would have done much more for Roman Reigns than Brock Lesnar. You agree, Matt? Yeah, it didn't do to me it didn't do anything for Brock. Brock was already made before he won. When asked if he could change Vince's mind, he responded, Through the course of my thirty years I've had several conversations with Vince and not agreeing with the direction we were moving in or a finish. I'd go to his office, we'd discuss it, go back and forth, and finally it's okay, we'll do it your way. Could I have changed the finish? Maybe. I think I probably could have. Uh it had gone back and forth several times. The day of um, the day of WrestleMania when I showed up, I was going over. The, I did not know that, Matt. By the way. Yep, they said that on the on the Broken Skull 
sessions with Austin after Survivor Series. I was going to watch that before Impact, but then realized it's a two-hour show. It was long. Yeah. It was I, very long. It was good, but it was – I was shocked at how long it was. Yeah, I, I only had – it was only an hour before Impact, so I'm like, well, I'll catch this later. Um, I remember clear as day, I was sitting in the dressing room by myself – Vince comes walking in. Vince never comes into dressing rooms. Usually he gets summoned to his office. And as soon as I saw him come into the dressing room, I knew exactly what he was coming for. Gave me the spiel and said, I said, are you sure? Because once we do this, we can't go back. Once the streak's broken, it's broke. So I just had a few questions that made him think for a second. And he was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I said, okay. Oh, fucking idiot. He said, I said, okay. That's what we'll do then. It's such good shit. It was a stupid idea from bad creative. Shut up! A lot of buttons that fit to that one, Matt. That one, Vince is stupid. I'm not going to go into the details here, but a lot of top executives are leaving WWE. I don't know why, but they are. Because they probably told Vince he fucking sucks. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I couldn't work there. Because um, uh, I swear to God, I'd be like, "Why is this? Why is your product so bad?" Yeah, I, I would. I would not last. I would not no, last you, a week working for WWE. No, you you wouldn't be asking that question. You'd be telling them this is why your product is so bad. <laughs> So in all of the smoke of Zelina Vega getting fired and all that bullshit, we get a laugh at WWE a little bit because they got hit with a $39 million lawsuit. Lawsuit was filed in, uh, back in March, uh, alleging that WWE executives sold over $280 million worth of fraudulently inflated stock shares. Claim was that WWE failed to disclose the number of business agreements with Saudi Arabia and their Middle Eastern TV deal had not consummated. And that allowed investors to think otherwise. And that had caused the stock to rise when it shouldn't have. And they got hit with a $39 million lawsuit. So we can laugh at them. <laughs> WWE filing some trademarks. The goddess. The Queen, the Big Dog. I think you know who those go belong to. So, Matt, you playing a little 2K Battlegrounds lately? <clears throat> I booted it up to redeem the Undertaker code, but other than that, no. Me too. I uh, I in because of the insanely fucking long load times, I uh, installed it on my PS5, so it'll run. It runs better, thankfully. Um, Undertaker 30, which is good, uh, I think into December. Uh, but if, uh, go into the locker codes, main menu, hit L3, push in the left, tra- uh, left stick to put in the locker codes and, uh, do Undertaker 30 in all caps and you can get yourself, uh, it's a American badass version, right, Matt? Yeah. Uh, 2k has also announced that, uh, Rob Gronkowski and NBA star Damian Lillard will join the roster for 2K Battlegrounds. Because you got to cross promote that NBA 2K shit. (laughs) 
Uh, the Boogeyman showing up as well. Uh, Billy Kay is unlocked on December 9th. Kane Andrade uh, will be added. Uh, and on the 16th, Peyton Royce and Edge. And Buddy Murphy is unlocked. I'm, I guess by unlocked, I'm assuming uh, he's put in a store where he could buy you, pay, buy with the currency. Is that, does that sound right, Matt? Something like that. Mike Tyson returns to the ring this weekend. Uh, the fight will be uh, against Roy Jones Jr. Saturday, November 28th. Uh, Tyson's first official fight in 15 years. Uh, this will be on Fight TV. Uh, this Friday is the weigh-in. That'll be free on Fight TV, so uh, download the app and go check that out. And, uh, man, Tyson's fucking ripped too, man, isn't he? Yeah, let's see how he does. Uh, AEW Dark dropped as uh, we record tonight. Uh, as always, a apparently it was a massive three-hour, seventeen-match show. Yeah. Uh, Good grief, guys! I don't know if this is just a running gag to see how long we can make Dark now, but uh, on the card, Chaos, Pro- Chaos Project taking on Uno and Stu. Um. Uh, and also Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela, so triple threat tag action. Uh, Gun Club taking on Cesar Bodani, who you remember him from NXT, and a couple other guys. The Acclaimed, which I heard Impact was actually going after before they uh, went to AEW. Well, apparently WWE had interest as well. Uh, they are taking on a couple of guys I've never heard of. Uh, Cutler in action. Uh, Penelope Ford and Dream Girl Ellie with a match. Fuego Del Sol taking on Peter Avalon. Uh, Ivelisse and Diamante in action. Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo in, taking on three and four of the Dark Order, Silver and Reynolds. Uh, Kylan King and Rache Chanel. I've seen those girls before on Dark. Uh, Trent Beretta taking on Michael Naka Naka Nakazawa. Matt Seidel against five. Uh, Hybrid two take on Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, Red Velvet in action. Vipress in action against Big Swole. VSK and Baron Black take on Private Party. And there is a, a new edition of The Waiting Room with Dr. Britt Baker and Reba. Their guest will be Tay Conchi. Um, yesterday, NBC Universal announced that Young Rock officially began filming. Um, the, the, the crew had traveled to Australia a month ago in advance of filming production began late in October. Um, it is set to be a mid season debut and, uh, I think it'd be an interesting little show there. Uh, Undertaker commented on his final farewell on Twitter, simply saying the final bell tolls, hashtag thank you. Uh, WWE has filed a Randy Orton-related trademark. They have uh, trademarked Legend Killer. I'm assuming probably re-upping it. WWE Studios' latest movie called The Buddy Games has been officially released on streaming and on demand. And it'll feature Seamus, movie uh, directed by Josh Dumel, 
It also stars Olivia Munn. WWE today filed a trademark on Dean Ambrose. Okay, Matt. Whatever makes them happy. Waste that money. Moxley's like... It's such good shit. (laughs) Moxley's like, knock yourself out. I don't want to use that fucking name again. So I did not know this, but Jericho on his on his YouTube channel says that he's never been in the ring with Chris- Christopher Daniels. Yeah, yep. you believe that? Wow. Uh, Hager and Jericho taking on SCU on Dynamite tomorrow. Um, congrats to Up Up Down Down. Winner, uh, a uh, uh, winner of the esports content esports content creator of the year. So uh, congrats to Austin Creed and everybody all involved with Up, Up, Down, Down. You know what tomorrow is, Matt? Dynamite. What is also on Wednesday? NXT. What also drops on Wednesday? MLW. (laughs) Hey, Breeze. You know what day it is. It's the party day. Uno day. Good, uh, a good video on uh, Up, Up, Down, Down today of the party. They were actually filming for Uno, and they went on a Pokemon tangent, but also a lot of cool stuff about how they got together as the party and needed a fourth and brought in chugs. And uh, that, that, that video dropped today, so it's about a 20-minute video. Uh, if you're a Pokemon fan, it'll make a lot of sense to you because uh, they talk about uh, some of the cards that Breeze has. Breeze has three unopened packs of uh, the first series, all combined worth seventeen grand. Yeah, the, the the prices on that shit is fucking insanity. Yeah. So. So it was a real. I kind of cool... wish I was into that shit when it came out. Yeah, I I got some buddies that are into it now, but yeah, I'm like I'm 41, so it's but like the thing is like when I was that age, I would save and collect everything. Yeah. So if I would have been into that, I would have had all the, you know, first series shit, and I would be able to to sell that off for like a fucking mint right now. Yeah, and I wouldn't be. So I kind of like really regret not, you know caring about that shit when it came out over here and i'm not sure if i would have played with them so they would have been in good condition but yeah i mean i I, the thing is i would have played with them but i would have kept them all in like little like card protectors like i did all my sports cards and stuff so like they would have been fucking you know in really great condition so uh, yeah i really regret not being a part of that uh whole (laughs) phenomenon when it started and i was just like yeah this stuff's stupid yeah, I uh, well, this stupid I, stuff's worth millions now, dipshit. It missed me because, like, when it when it broke, I was like in college or you know eighteen, nineteen, twenty. So it it missed me because I'm just a little over the demographic. I I have a couple, I have a couple Pokemon games like for Switch and Game Boy and all. I that. I think if the games would have came out at the same time, the car games would have came out. I they think... did. They did in the U.S. Did they? Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't. I must have just completely overshot everything then, because um, I because that's when I started appreciating Pokemon. Is when I started playing the the Game Boy games. Yeah, and I thought and I thought those were fun. 
No, that was. But I mean, a, that, that um, was that was years until the point where the card game was already a big, you know, a big to do deal. Yeah, so, if you uh, if you learn uh, anything, if you ever study the history of of the inner workings of Nintendo, there's always a plan. And uh, obviously, there was uh, an order of how things came out in Japan, but they purposely kind of got the hype train going for uh, Pokemon, and then just all three cartoon cards and video games all bam 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 all at once and it worked it made them a fuck ton of money i mean they sat uh they sat on super mario 3 for like two years and just promoted the fuck out of it teasing teasing the u.s because there's no internet back then and you know teasing the fuck out of it and uh putting it in movies like the wizard and, and then finally releasing it in 1990 when it was in released in Japan in 88. It's like Japan had the, the Nintendo has the, a plan of it, had a plan of attack for us releases back in the, in the eighties. It's, it's quite interesting. Uh, at the end of survivor series, WWE network ran a commercial for a new series called WWE icons. It'll debut next year documentary style profiling careers of different superstars uh this will include rob van dam lex luger yokozuna davy boy smith beth phoenix among others and uh, there's a trailer on their youtube account and uh finally for the week uh, we'll close out with uh, some backstage notes from pw insider on survivor series uh the the tremendous match between drew mcintyre and roman reigns was produced by michael hayes the gobbledygooker was drew gulak um, it was planned ahead of time to have Bailey eliminated early from the Survivor Series match. Uh, Michelle McCool, other members of Taker's family in attendance for the event. Edge was backstage but did not appear on screen. I'm hearing dirt sheet stuff that WWE is kind of kayfabing it because he's injured, so they wanted to keep him off camera. Dumb in my opinion, but hey, what can you do? Uh, WWE filming interviews throughout the day with legends and everybody that they brought in for all sorts of projects, which makes sense when you bring everybody in, might as well put it, put it to good use. And, uh, uh, PW insiders told Keith Lee was in uh, New York city a few weeks ago, recording the vocals for his new and much better improved theme song. So that's going to do it for this edition of Lost the Midcard. I'd like to thank SpiderDuck.net for being our host, enabling us to be on iTunes, Spotify, and any of your favorite podcasting apps. All you got to do is search for Lost in the Midcard, hit that subscribe button. That way you know every time the new episode comes your way, typically every Wednesday. And uh, we're also on the YouTube as well. The links for that are on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lost in the Midcard, or on the Twitter at LITMC Podcast. And uh, Matt is on the Twitter at Raw Showtime. I am on the Twitter at JB Huskers. Give us a follow as well. And uh, before we ride off into that sunset, eat ourselves some turkey. Matt, what are your final thoughts? Um, yeah, happy turkey day, man. I ain't got no thoughts. Hey, ain't got none. Let's go I'm eat. tired, man. Let's go eat for Matt. This is Jeremy. Thank you for tuning in to Lost Mid Card. Have a good Thanksgiving. We'll catch you next week.